Hello and welcome back to the Love Pod Podcast. On today's episode, we're doing something a little different in preparation for season six of Love is Blind. We're going to tell you five things you need to know before watching Love is Blind. This episode is perfect for new watchers of the show, but seasoned fans may learn something new as well. Let's get into the episode. Okay, hello and welcome back to the Love Pod. Today, we are going to talk about five things you need to know before watching season six of Love is Blind. We have five seasons now under our belt of Love is Blind. I can't believe it. I'm really holding out hope that this season will give us the magic that seasons one and four, more one, but Mm -hmm. uh, have given us with those fairy tale love stories and just enough drama. Yes. And I think we need another... We need another Lauren and Cameron. We're overdue. We are. I love, so we'll talk about fan favorite couples in a minute, but Lauren and Cameron and Tiffany and Brett uh, really are my goals. And even Zach and Bliss, you know, like they are just, we need more of this. We need more of the genuine love stories. So the first thing you need to know is a little bit about how the show works. So Uh, The first, what, two or three episodes, we are in the pods, right? You say two or three? We are. We're in the pods and we're in the living room of the men's and the women's living quarters. Yes. So in the pods, uh, all the contestants go on dates with all 15 of the men or women. And 30 people is insane. um, Yeah. And we get to see uh, the connections that they make, the conversations that they have, and obviously the engagements that happen after a couple of weeks in the pods. And then we go to Mexico. We do. Is it always, I think it's always the same resort too. I had, you know, I was thinking to myself, what is it always Mexico? But I think it is, right? I think it is too. We'll look it up. That's something the engaged couples, um, which we'll talk about. There are five engaged couples typically that are followed. Go to that Mexico, we see that we see. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, <laughs> so five couples go to Mexico and they kind of get their first, you know, kind of taste of sort of living together. But obviously they're on a vacation um, and they also get to meet the other contestants that they may or may have dated may have talked to in the pods um so it's a little bit of like a a bubble but they do get to meet each other um and then the next part is they will go back home to their hometown uh they will get to see each other's apartments meet each other's families Mm kind of get a taste of living together and what that might look like um and as you can imagine that's when Problems start to come up when we start to have our uh, learn about each other's little quirks and stuff. <laughs> We're back in the real world. Yes. Um, and then after we come back home, after we meet the families, uh, we have all the wedding prep. We typically have bachelor and bachelorette parties, but I don't think we did last season. Did we? No. And I believe that's because some of the couples that got engaged that we didn't see um, there were some mm-hmm. legal issues with various allegations uh, that happened between them. And so I'm guessing they just didn't want to feature those people. So they kind of cut them out. Yeah. So typically bachelor, bachelorette parties. 
Um, and then we've got wedding prep. We'll go wedding dress shopping. We might see some other wedding prep type stuff. And all of that leading up to the weddings where the couples will walk down the aisle and they will have the chance to basically say they do or they don't. One of the things that I see come up a lot in the Facebook group is people questioning uh, the rings and the weddings and how all of that is paid for. So um, for those who don't know, the guys have a budget for the rings and they are welcome to go over. They have a selection of rings. They have a jeweler come in because obviously they can't leave the pods um, and they're allowed to either select from those or they have uh, they can you know kind of guide what they want and spend over that budget. Same thing with the weddings. They can have a certain amount allotted to spend on the weddings if they want to go over for something, then they pay for that out of pocket. Yeah. And we've seen some drama with the wing, the, the wings, the rings in the past. Uh, season one, when a ring got thrown into the pool. Um, with, yes, Diamond and, and Carlson. Was it, it was season four that we had uh, a, a couple break up and then the woman refused to give the ring back. Oh yeah, Marshall and yeah. Jackie. Jackie, Jackie still had the ring as far mm -hmm. as uh, after the altar. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's definitely some. There's real rings and uh, real things happening with the rings. <laughs> All right, but moving on. Uh, the second thing you need to know is we don't get to see everything that happens in the pods. They're in the pods for two weeks, and. Obviously, they have to cut that down. They have to prioritize what we're going to see in the show. Um, so there is a lot that goes on in the pods that we just don't see as viewers. So some of the things that happen are some of the love triangles we haven't seen. Some of them are played mm -hmm. up a little bit more, as we learned from LC the previous week. If you haven't watched that episode where they didn't know that Jessica was such a big part of the love square that turned out to be with Barnett and Amber and LSD. Um, and then of course the engagements that weren't shown that we'll talk about in a little bit. And then some of the interactions with the men all together and the women all together. That was something that Chris mentioned in our episode with him. If you want to go back and listen to that one where they had some funny moments or encouraging uplifting moments when one of them was feeling particularly bad. So there is a lot going on. I mean, they're recording 24 hours a day, I would assume probably not when they're sleeping, obviously, or maybe they are. And there's going to be a lot that we don't get to see and that's okay. But I would like to see more of the pod drama, the pod bloopers and what's going on there personally. Yeah. Yes. And it's something to keep in mind as you watch, if you are watching maybe a couple and you're not really sure where that connection came from, you probably just didn't get aired. Yeah. And right. we'll try to update everybody as we get that information. Yes. Okay. Moving on to number three. Another thing you might want to know, there are a few fan favorite couples from mm -hmm. the show. Obviously, season one is arguably the best season. Arguably. Yes. I guess. We could argue. I would agree everyone with knows it's the it's the best season. Um, Lauren and Cameron, I would say arguably the most beloved couple of mm -hmm. Love is Blind. Um, and Amber and Barnett, some people like them. Also fan favorites. 
uh-huh. some people like them. <laughs> they don't like the show. It really seems from their posts like they are over their time on Love is Blind. They're glad that they met through there, but they really don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. But um, they're really we, loved. And we talked about a bunch of bunch of couples, but I think another fan favorite that I hear that I see a lot is Tiffany and Brett from season four. Absolutely. They're my a favorite. A lot of people really like them. And then uh, this, the... There's another couple, Zach and Bliss. They technically did not get engaged in the pods. They were kind of like a, a second chance couple. Mm-hmm. But they are another fan favorite and they are currently expecting. They are so exciting. I love them so much too. And I really think that it should be more understandable. Like they dated for what, 10 days. If you have a connection that didn't work out initially to go back to that other person, if you really think it's a genuine relationship, because it could work out like Zach and bliss, you know, they are obviously very happy and they're expecting, you just never know. And it's such a short time to be dating. I know the connections are deep, but I don't get this hatred of well he picked this one first you know he went with arena and i don't know that i love the drama quickly, but very quickly that didn't work out and he realized his yes. mistake and yes. i'm glad that we got to see them reconnect and i'm so glad she said yes yeah. yes me too me too okay number four we talked about this a little bit in the first part but We only get to see five couples after the pods. So regardless of how many couples were to get engaged, we're only going to see five. Um, That's the max, unless they change it. And last season, we only saw three. But anyways, um, we're only going to see five couples that are going to go to Mexico and that are going to, we're going to see their story develop. Um, And we have talked to a couple of people on the podcast, mostly from, I think only from season one, we talked to a couple of people who were engaged, but were not followed on the show. So if you want to go back and listen uh, to those episodes, those are some really good informative episodes, especially like just right when the show first started coming out. (laughs) Those are uh, some good episodes to go back and listen to and kind of hear their stories and, you know, stories that didn't get shown. Yeah, so we had Rory and Danielle who were engaged from season one. And Rory is a fan favorite. He kind of acted like the therapist in the pods. And that is one of our very first interviews. And then we also spoke to Danielle and Andy, who were both on season one in, uh, I think, our actually very first cast interview. And that was when Nikki was on the show and actually went and met them in Atlanta and uh, spoke with them. So those are some really good ones. And then I don't know. Why do you think like, okay, so last season, the Houston season, there was Renee and Carter who got engaged. And then there was one other couple who got engaged and there ended up being lawsuits um, Mm -hmm. with both of them. But we still saw Renee and Carter on the show. So I wonder why especially knowing that normally they have five couples last season, they only went with three engagements. And then one of those engagements broke up JP and Taylor broke up before they even left Mexico. So Mm -hmm. I wonder why I hope, do you think we'll get five engagements this season? I hope so. I hope that we um, get a full season. It just felt like, felt like we were robbed last season. Yeah, I know. I, 
last season really made me wary of the show. I don't want to get my hopes up that it's going to be great. Season I did really like season four, two and three. Eh. But um, last season was rough. I mean, we did have some other relationships that aired that didn't end in engagements. Like uh, Johnny had, uh, Izzy broke up with Johnny. And so Johnny tried to get a second chance with Chris, Mm -hmm. uh, who said no in the pods. And then Mm -hmm. afterwards, they ended up sitting together on their flight and reconnected and dated for a while. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. if you saw, you know that Chris ghosted Johnny, never broke up with her, and started dating someone else. So you can hear all about that in the Chris Fox episode. But another relationship we saw, not a happy ending like Zach and Bliss. But even some of those are interesting to see. So I do hope we see some of the connections, whether they pan out or not, into engagements, uh, like those second chances. I really love those. Yeah, I like that. I think it's interesting. It it kind of creates a little bit. And I like the idea of second chances, you know. So um, I definitely want to see more of that. Uh, Not not for the drama aspect, but I want to see that because it's realistic. Oh, come. I mean, I have to say, like, as much as I love the genuine love stories, I think a decent amount of drama is what keeps these (laughs) shows going. It can't all be butterflies and rainbows. That's true, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, number five, the last thing you need to know before watching season five is everything will be drank in a gold cup and um, you need your own. So we have them for sale. And our Etsy shop, you can go buy them. So I want to say these aren't like the official, I don't want to mislead anybody. These aren't the official love is blind with like the mat down here, but they are gold cups. You will not be able to get the actual love is blind ones. The cast doesn't even have them. Uh, Love is blind has them on lock and I guess collects them. That's another unknown fact. (laughs) Love is blind collects the cups after the show. They come take everything back. So if you are a future cast member and you want a gold cup, you better pack those things in your suitcase or they're, you're not getting one <laughs> unless you contact us. And we do have them. Uh, the Love Pod podcast Etsy store. Yes. So go get you one. Get you, get prepared uh, for season six, which premieres February 14th. And we're looking forward to it. We are so excited. We will see you then. Thank you for listening. So did you learn something new about Love is Blind? Ready or not, season six starts February 14th on Netflix. The first six episodes will air on the 14th, followed by six more episodes spread out in the following weeks, with the finale on March 6th. To see the episode breakdown in more detail, check out our social media accounts. We'll have it posted. Also, check the show notes to find links to interviews mentioned in this episode, and make sure to subscribe to The Love Pod so you don't miss our upcoming Love is Blind Season 6 recap episodes starting later this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.